Hello there, and welcome to the Unfuck Your Biz with Brayden podcast, a show to encourage and empower creative CEOs just like yourself through actionable legal, tax, and financial topics. I'm Brayden Drake, an author, lawyer, tax pro, and educator, but you can just call me Brayden, your gay best friend, here to help you unfuck that biz. If you're ready to dive in, grab a notebook, maybe some coffee, and buckle in to learn how you can implement solid strategies to build a profitable business. Before we dive into today's episode, I wanted to take a quick moment to plug the upcoming free masterclass that we're going to be doing on Tuesday, May 16th. We will have two times, 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and 12 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So that's also 12 and 3 Eastern. The title of the masterclass is the most common legal and tax mistakes at each stage of business and how you can avoid them. I'm going to show you how you can make the ultimate shift from struggling to manage your business gremlins like the finances and legalities to creating ease, automation, and peace of mind. So I'm going to teach you on the masterclass for about 40, 45 minutes. And then in the end, like always, I'm going to open the doors to Unfuck Your Biz, our signature program, where you can work with us as a cohort with another group of students, step-by-step through our six-part Unfuck Your Biz framework. So if you're excited to learn more, see what the options are going to be for us to help you get everything squared away in your business that you've had on your to-do list for a while now. You need to come and check it out and join us on the free training. That's going to be at www.bradendrake.com forward slash masterclass. And we will, of course, link that in the show notes. Now, enjoy the show. Well, hello, friend, and welcome back to the podcast. As always, this is your host, Braden. And today we are breaking down my April 2023 Proffer report. Now, always, I want to introduce the proffer report with the purpose, why we do it, assuming that each and every month we have at least a handful of new listeners. So this is specifically for for you, our new listeners to the Unfuck Your Biz with Braden podcast. The reason I do these proffer reports, really a few reasons, but mostly I find, well, A, it's just really helpful for me, to be honest. I've learned so much about my business, really sitting down and breaking down my numbers every month in order to prepare for this episode. It also helps keep me accountable because I can't hit record if I haven't finished my bookkeeping. So although I like to do my bookkeeping at least once a week, and that's what I teach my students to do, um, if I miss a week or two, I have to get caught up to do my proper report. So there's that. But the reason I started doing it is more to share my numbers with all of you so that you can learn how I look and analyze the numbers, how I do profit projections, how I think about profit and think about spending. Uh, Not because I necessarily have all the answers, but, you know, I do feel like I am a step ahead of a lot of folks as this is, you know, one of my niche areas of expertise, but more so because for whatever reason, talking about money is still a little bit taboo, right? Like people don't like to talk about how much money they make. They certainly don't like to talk about their take-home pay and their profit. And I think if we were just all more transparent and we less had like less baggage about our numbers, that's I think what it really is. Like people don't like to talk about it because they were either told as kids that it's not polite or they have baggage with their numbers. They think like, well, if I'm making less than people think I'm making, then that somehow gets conflated with my personal value. And like, we need to get over that shit like right away, right? 
Um, but then also I talk to people who make a lot of revenue and have very little take on pay because their expenses are super high and that's a whole different issue. So really it's just bringing more transparency to this conversation. And I ask other folks to come on and do profit reports. So if I'm going to have them do it, I might as well put my money where my mouth is and talk about my own numbers as well. And to take it even a step further, I'm doing something that I don't think I ever thought I would do. I've been thinking about it for a few months and I thought, you know what? Why not? Let's make it happen. So you can actually now access a copy of my bookkeeping. Yes, you can access a copy of my bookkeeping. Go to www.bradendrake.com forward slash Braden's books. We'll put the link for that in the show notes, but Braden forward slash Braden's books. Uh, and what it is, is there's an opt in there to see a view only version of my bookkeeping that I update on a pretty much weekly basis. Um, so you can see how I organize things. You can even look at it while I go through the podcast, which is kind of fun. Whether a lot of you will take me up on that, I don't know. It does seem like a really weird email opt-in that I've never tried before, but I know I'm super nosy when people do deep dives into their finances on podcasts. I love to listen to them. And if I could actually look at their numbers, I for sure would be on that. So check it out um, and you can follow along. So let's get started here at the top of each episode this year. I've been reviewing and recapping my big goals for 2023. So let's go through those because this helps set up our conversation. My first goal is to hit consistent was to hit consistent 20k months by Q3. So my mantra was um, 20k months in 2023 by Q3, uh, and I'm happy to announce that we are pretty ahead of schedule. So with the law firm launch in February, we saw an uptick in income above what I thought we would do. We did 13K in January before the law firm launched, 22K in February, 27 in March, which is, I don't know if it's the highest revenue month I've ever had. I may have done a $30,000 revenue um, in a, in a, like maybe in 2020, the last time I launched my $2,000 program, which is semi-retired. We're going to talk more about that later. And then I did $23,000 in some change in April. So three consecutive months at 20K, which has hit, you know, about four, five, six months sooner than I would anticipated. So that's amazing. I'm excited to see how May, June, and July go as those are typically my slowest months. Now I'm expecting to actually do more revenue in May um, because we are doing a launch in May. I'm going to share more info about that with you all. Uh, later in today's episode and then over the next uh, coming weeks. So stay tuned for that if you're interested in working with us. We're going to have a really amazing offer for you. And then June and July for summer, or, or it was just pretty slow. So so we'll see. We'll see if I'm able to keep. Now I think I'm just shifting my goal to be like hitting 20K every single month at a minimum. And then beyond that, hitting the actual revenue goals for the month as well. So goal number two for 2023 was to get monthly recurring revenue to $20,000 by the end of the year. Now we were on pretty good track because I did 14K in monthly recurring revenue last month, but I've made some, I think I'm gonna make some sacrifices that might might ding this a little bit, um, mostly for the long-term best interest of the business. So sacrificing a little bit now to make some shifts and pivots that I think in the long-term will be better. But this rev this MRR goal and specifically specifically, I think it's going to be a stretch by the end of the year, but who knows? Maybe we'll hit it. Fingers crossed. And then goal number three was to do all of this while keeping expenses under 35%. Now, 
I was pretty surprised because I'm still spending money. I spend a lot of money getting the law firm up and running. Not like a lot, a lot, but you know, more than just my normal monthly recurring expenses. And I have, uh, I've hired a couple of folks and I'm about to hire probably like three more people likely going to be hiring my sister to come and help us um, as our case manager to make sure everything's on track in the law firm. And then uh, also an attorney or two, maybe we'll see. I have some interviews lined up this week. So with that in mind, I'm spending more, but year to date, I'm at 38% expenses. So that's what profit wise, 60, 62%, 62% profit. So that's pretty, pretty good. Pretty good. I'm pretty happy with that, to be honest. Um, and I think we'll see, like I said, I'm going to be spending some more money, but I do think it's pretty reasonable that we can finish the year with expenses at around 35%. All right. So let's review the way we break these down every month is I share the projections I made on last month's episode. So on my March profit report, I shared what I anticipated to make in April. So now I will share what I had set as my projection and what I actually made. And then after that, we'll get into the profit and then I'll do my projections for May. So for April, I had projected about $9,000 in revenue from ProfitRx, our ongoing monthly membership. I ended up only doing 6,500, which was quite a bit off. Like that's unusual. Normally, because monthly recurring revenue doesn't change a whole lot. Obviously, if we're not having new students in, it's going to dip a little bit every month because, you know, if we have 200 members, we're going to have a couple, like a few people cancel every month. That's totally normal. Um, but there are a few reasons why this is down. I went and dug into this because this is a much larger change than I'm used to seeing. So it's like, what's accounting for this change? And looking at my books, I found something really interesting is I almost have this cycle of, it's much less notable, noticeable, but I have the cycle of like $8,800 in January, $9,200 in February, $8,700 in March, $9,100 in April. See that it's kind of like a little bit of a wave line. And I think I need to go dig into it some more, but I think it's because we did a launch that closed at one point on like the last day of the month or the maybe it was like two or three days before the end of the month. So depending on how we end the month, uh, we have a lot of transactions that don't actually hit the bank until the following month. So for example, this month is a really good example because May 1st was on a Monday. I think we had a lot of payments come in on Thursday and Friday. So technically in April, that didn't hit the bank account until May. So I had like a $2,000 deposit hit on May, which means that um, that line item is going to be low for April, but higher for May. So it's really interesting for me to know because what it tells me is if I'm just looking on my spreadsheet at the revenue for each month, it's not really telling the whole story for that specific offer because of that slight, the, that nuance it makes a really big difference. So now I'm now I'm like as I project for May, do it's it's going to be on I think a little bit on the higher end because we might have like a thousand dollars of additional payments that hit just that first day, so it makes it a little bit trickier. But with this knowledge in mind, I can hopefully predict it more accurately next month. Okay, for low ticket expenses, which is largely like eighty to ninety percent of that is made up of our contract club sales. So as you all know, the contract club. 
is like the gift that keeps on giving because it's absolutely amazing. If you don't already have it, go check it out on our website. You can find it linked, uh, notavglaw.com. So that stands for not average law, notavglaw.com. Contract club, all the contracts you need, all in one place, all for one price. Just pay the cover and you're in for life. It's $30 for like literally all your contract templates. Uh, and we sell, how many of those did we sell last month? So I projected $2,000 in low ticket sales. We only ended up with 1100 So that's the least we've done probably in at least six months um, because we haven't really been promoting it a whole lot. But we did $930 in contract vault sales. So 930 divided by $30, that's 31 sales. Is that right? So we did pretty much a sale a day. I think May... May, yeah, May's a month with only 30 days. So we did, but we did just just about exactly one sale a day. Um, Typically, we average like two sales a day. So we got to start promoting that a little bit more, maybe uh, encourage and incentivize our affiliates to get the word out there and to get that back up to where we typically want to see it. Book sales. Um, I was off on this one too. So it's kind of funny because I, I just recorded a podcast episode with one of our students, Stephanie, and you all haven't heard that yet. It's going to come out either in one or two weeks. But on that episode, she was sharing how she's been listening to these profit reports. So hi, Stephanie, if you're listening, how she's been listening to these profit reports um, for months now. And she's noticed that I've gotten better and better and better at predicting what my revenue is going to be and like really nailing it. And then naturally, this episode I'm recording like two days later, I'm a lot more off than I typically am, kind of. You'll see what how it reconciles in the end. But another area where I was off was with our book sales. And this is really the same reason as ProfitRx. Um, I anticipated us having much more in book sales than usual because we did our book club in the month of March. And then at the end of the book club, I... Uh, did the pre uh, launched the pre-order to the book club and we did a promo that ended on Friday. So it ended a like at the weekend before payments are going to process and B, you know, on like the second to last day of the month. So all those sales are going to hit again, uh, beginning of May, right? So I predicted $1,000 in revenue. We only had 80. We, we sold like, I think two hardcover books and one ebook. Um, but I know on Friday we had, we sold like 35 copies. So yeah, it's going to be a lot more for me. Okay. One-on-one -on -one services. So th that was all of our group program stuff and group program and education stuff. One-on-one -on -one services, I predicted about $5,000 in income from tax services. So bookkeeping and tax returns largely. And we ended up doing 8,000. So this was, this helped, helped, helped make up for the def deficits on those other items. So we did 3,000 over. Legal stuff, I predicted $4,000 in income from legal services, and we did 5,000. I predicted $2,500 in consultation services, and we only did 500. So we were under on that one too. Now, if you listen to all of these, we were only over on two out of these six categories. So it might seem like we were way under goal for the month. But we have we always have some like trickle streams of other income that I don't itemize on here, but they you know they add up. So we had you know like affiliate revenue. Let me just look. We we had affiliate revenue of of one hundred and ninety three dollars additional. Oh, so this probably made up the rest of the the rest of the revenue. Oh, 
and we could also, okay, we could lump this into the profit RX as well. We had a monthly, we had annual membership renewals. So about $1,500 in annual membership renewals, that technically is profit RX income as well. So if I wanted to backtrack and add that into profit RX, now we're talking, we had $8,000 in profit RX revenue and I'd projected 9,000. So that makes me feel a little bit better if we want to count that. And then um, had some other income as well, but that was that was the gist of it. So interestingly, even though I was off on quite a few of the categories, not not now that I look again, not super off on many of them, but a little off on some of the categories, we had projected twenty three thousand five hundred dollars in revenue for the month of April, and we ended at this is wild to me. We ended at twenty three thousand three hundred dollars. So I was $200 off of what I projected for the month of April. I think that's probably the closest I've ever gotten. Usually if I'm within like 2000, that's pretty good. Pretty good. So the goal, I shared this on previous episodes as well, but I started doing, and I have an area in my books. If you all are actually looking at it, you'll see it on my PL snapshot page and kind of the third chunk of sections. So what I mean by that is there's like a one chunk that's the broad overview summary. Oh no, it's and then it's the sec like the second chunk. Then there's like a blank line to separate. And then I have a section that shows 2022 revenue month by month. In April of 2022, we did $10,525. And then what I figured this year was last year we did 160, almost $168,000 in revenue. And I figured what's my biggest, like my biggest big stretch goal this year, revenue wise, it'd be 300 grand. Like if I did a good, better, best goal, my good goal would probably be 200 ish, 200 to 220. My better goal would be around 250 and my best goal would be 300. So since we did so well in February, I thought, well, let's add this section. And what I'll do is I'll figure out a multiplier to figure out how much more we would need to do each month in order to hit 300. So we're not taking 300,000 and dividing it by 12 months and setting the revenue goal that way. That way, it just doesn't make sense because we have high seasons and low seasons. Instead, we're taking each month's revenue from the previous year and multiplying it essentially by 1.8 because we need to do 1.8 times more revenue this year to hit that $300,000 mark. And then I'm tracking it on a month by month basis. So last year, knowing we made 10,500 in the month of April, this year we'd have to do 18,800. And we did almost $4,500 over that. Um, for year to date, this is the really exciting part. For year to date, we're at $2,000 over that multiplier amount, meaning we're on track, kind of, we're on track to do $2,000 over our 300K goal. Now, this is not a perfect system because sometimes, like last year, I don't think I did a big launch in May. This year, we are doing a big launch in May, but we may have had a big launch in, let's say, August that we're not doing this year, which means it's, it's going to be very, very hard for us to meet that August multiplier. But specifically, we had a strong Q4, and we always do have a strong Q4. That's why the multiplier makes sense rather than just dividing by 12. But last October, we did 16,800, November we did 22,000, and December we did 18,000. So respectively, we would need a 30K month, a 40K month, and a 33K month in Q4 this year in order to hit that multiplier. Does that make sense? I hope that makes sense. 
So essentially we're on track to hit our best goal, but that assumes that we keep doing like the same amount over every month that we did in the last year's months, including the really, really high revenue ones. So we'll see. Keeping my fingers crossed. It's exciting to know and to track. Okay, so let's talk profit. This is a profit report after all. So it's not just all about revenue. Um, remember, we had $23,300 in revenue for the month. We had about $11,200 in expenses for what I call owner profit of $12,000. So owner profit is the profit in the business before owner salary when we have an S-corp. And I teach this in great detail in my book. You can go grab a copy, unfuckyourbizbook.com. It's fantastic and fantabulous. It walks you through my whole step six part Unfuck Your Biz framework, um, which we're also going to be teaching in our program. Again, more in a moment. So that is the owner profit. I paid myself a salary of $4,300. Now I have to increase the salary pretty soon. I probably should do that this month. I'm probably going to have to start increasing my salary by like at least two grand a month, most likely. Um, because as our revenue increases, my reasonable salary is likely going to need to increase as well. And you'll hear all about that when you read about S-Corps in the book. So that means our business profit, so owner profit minus salary was 7700 so still really solid. Breaking down the expenses, I spent, uh, let's see, $3,600 on team. What percentage is that? So $3,600 on team, so 3600 divided by 20, wait, no, 3,600 divided by 23,000 is 16%, roughly 16%. Uh, last year, I was always targeting team expenses to be under 15%. This year, I think, I think I also said 15%, but as I hire a couple more people, we're probably going to have to up that to 20%. We'll see. Additional contractors was $1,200. So for clarity, those are project-based contractors. So like my book editor, one-time project, graphic designer to do like a logo. They're not folks that like come to my monthly team meetings and work with us on a weekly basis. So if you want to lump that in, then we could also like really say I spent like 4,700 on team. Then I have my wages, uh, my personal wages, my tax, monthly tools, $3,400. That's like all of our monthly subscription software, SaaS kind of things. Insurance, $45. Um, I'll be lumping my malpractice insurance into that soon, which is going to cost me an arm and a leg. Yay. Marketing. Marketing was a big one this month, $2,600. A lot of that went to, uh, I'm going to be the platinum sponsor for my friends Renee and Amber and their uh, conference confident program at Wedding MBA this year. So it's very exciting for me. Um, but so a big chunk of that was to help sponsor their event, which is very fun. Uh, meals, $30. Online programs, $197. Client fees, this is a new category as of this month. That was $1,300. So this is if you hire us, if you hire us to file your trademark, we're going to invoice you for $1,500 total. And then I'm going to pay the $250 filing fee with the USPTO. Same thing if you hire us to form your LLC and all that kind of stuff. So you pay us, then we pay the fees. So that's what that line item is. Uh, and then other expenses, $1,300 as well. And then affiliates, $365. So that was the breakdown of our expenses. Ultimately, marketing was high this month because of that sponsorship. And I'm going to DragCon next weekend. So I bought, um, I think I spent 
probably close to a thousand dollars on merchandise that I'm taking with me. So hats, tote bags, sweatshirts, really just to wear around and drum up attention and hand out business cards. So that was the the rest of that expense. All right. May projections. Um, I'm projecting $7,000 in profit RX income, $1,200 in low ticket income. I'm just kind of doing a cop out and uh, copying what we did for March, but I would like to try maybe. Actually, no, I take that back. We're probably not going to push to make any more, any more on that um, because I don't want it to distract from our launch. Book sales, $1,000. So this is pretty much pretty much guaranteed because we have all those sales. Like I probably could have just looked at my bank account before I hit record to see how much we had in book sales that got deposited into the bank yesterday on May 1st, but I didn't do that. I'm just kind of guessing. One-on-one -on -one services, tax stuff, four grand, legal stuff, four grand. The, the tax stuff kind of similar as well. I think I had a client or payment, a client payment or two coming on Friday. So we already have that. And then I'm anticipating we'll have one, maybe two lingering client payments for, for the stragglers with tax season and then legal stuff. Um, those are kind of hard to predict because it's, you know, like a la carte LLCs, trademarks, con consulting fees, but that's kind of what it's been averaging. The big, big question mark is our launch. So we have not done a real big course launch well, we, we technically did a really big launch in December, right? Which was wild for me to think that that was five months ago because it seems like it was two months ago. But that was our membership launch. We haven't done a big course launch now in two years, really, which is also, also seems kind of bananas. But we are going back to launching Unfuck Your Biz. This is our really big news. Now, if you've been tuning in for a little while, you kind of know this because I hinted at it. Actually, I didn't even hint at it. I said that I was thinking about doing it a few episodes ago, and we decided we are. We're making it happen. So we are taking my my framework. It's really was originally called the Unfuck Your Biz Framework, and then I pivoted it into our Profit RX. We decided to pull it back into a course and relaunch the Unfuck Your Biz course here in the month of May. So our our masterclass for that is coming up. If you haven't already checked it out, make sure you do that. Uh, we should have heard a plug for it at the beginning of the episode, but we will put a link for it in the show notes as well. It should be bradendrake.com forward slash masterclass. You can go sign up. Uh, we're going to teach you all the legal and tax things, not literally all of them, but you know, as much as we can in about 40 minutes. And then we'll share all the information about the program as well as how you can join. Now, I don't want to give everything away here on the podcast, but what I will tell you is it's going to be a lower cost than it was when we launched it in 2020 and 2021. It's going to be a very immersive experience, like an eight-week group cohort-based program. And I would highly encourage you to join. I know a lot of folks, a lot of, we typically have slower launches in the month of May, because a lot of people are either it's either just their busy season or they're gearing up for summer. But I'm hoping we'll be able to capture your attention because um, this might be the lowest price we ever offered it at. And it's going to be probably a smaller, more intimate group than what we'll have when we launch in the winter time. Now, I was going to share the launch goal for that. I'm not going to. All I'm going to say 
is that I'm hoping to hit around thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars in the month of May in revenue. So if you want to go back and deduct out everything I already mentioned, you can probably do the rough math on what I'm projecting for the launch revenue. But you won't know how many students we're trying we're trying to get. So I guess you you can't really dial on the price point that way. But I'm leaving a little bit of mystery. So there's some reason for you to come come to the masterclass so you can learn more about the program. Now, this feels like a fairly audacious goal. I, I don't I don't know if it's reasonable. I don't think that we're vastly underestimating the launch goal, but we could be overestimating a little bit. Only time will tell. But that is all for our profit report this month. I hope I hope it was interesting to you. Let us know. Share on your Instagram stories. Give me a tag so I know that you're listening. If you want to take a look at the bookkeeping template or not template, the bookkeeping spreadsheet that I've been referencing for my own books, again, www.bradendrake.com forward slash Braden's books. And to join us for the masterclass, www.bradendrake.com forward slash masterclass. I will hope to see you there, friend. Hey there, before you go, I wanted to give a quick thanks. Thanks so much for tuning into the show. If you loved it, I would love for you to take a screenshot of the episode or snap a quick selfie while you are listening. Share it on social and give me a tag. It'll help other kick-ass entrepreneurs like yourself find the show. That's it for today. I'll be back soon with a new episode. Meanwhile, let's roll up our sleeves and unfuck that biz.